Welcome to BIV Today, the business intelligence podcast from Business in Vancouver. I'm Haley Wooden, executive editor of BIV. Today, we're going to focus on one of Canada's largest trading partners, and joining me is a special guest from across the pond. Now, the United Kingdom has experienced an almost unbelievable amount of change and uncertainty over the past several years. This year alone, so far, has seen the passing of the UK's longest reigning monarch, the proclamation of King Charles, the resignation of a prime minister, and the appointment of a new one. All of this, of course, follows Brexit, a tumultuous pandemic, and acute economic challenges that many countries are grappling with at this point in time. But today we're going to look at some of that change. We're going to look ahead at opportunity through the perspective of what comes next for Canada's relationship with the UK and vice versa. In studio with me in Vancouver is Dame Maria Miller, the UK Prime Minister's Trade Envoy for Canada. Thank you so much for making time for BIV on your visit to Vancouver. Well, thank you. Tell me a bit about your role. What does being a Trade Envoy involve? Well, trade envoys have been in place for uh, around a decade, and they really recognize the deep relationships that we have with some countries around the world. And to be trade envoy for Canada, one of our most important trading partners, is is a great honor for me, uh, particularly as somebody who's been coming to Canada for more than 30 years uh, because of my family links. And it really demonstrates the, the importance of Canada as part of our growth strategy, which is one of the things that hasn't changed in the UK over the last year. Well, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about, because from the Canadian perspective, the UK is our third largest trade partner. It's a very important relationship for us. But how important is Canada to the UK? Well, I'd just like to say how important BC is to the UK. Mm. I mean, uh, I, I think more products go to the UK from from this province than from uh, to any other European country. So a hugely important trade partner for us uh, within the province itself. Uh, and for the country as a whole, not only do we have those incredible historic ties, but also we've got very long-lasting trade uh, links as well. And uh, part of my job is to make sure that those existing trade links continue to benefit both sides uh, as much as they can at a time when all of us are trying to make sure that our economies are growing. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned BC. You told me before we hit the air that Vancouver is your first stop on this trip. Is that partly because of the strong connection between BC and the UK? Absolutely. And and not only the strong existing connection, but also the opportunities for the future. There are so many incredible businesses um, and sectors within BC that uh, can add to the future relationship, future trading relationships between our countries. Um, So I really wanted to make sure that this was the first stop uh, on what is um, an extensive visit, but the first of many. And tell me, what what will you do? What do you do when you visit Vancouver? Do you engage with businesses? Are you engaging with government officials? What does that engagement piece look like? Uh, So for me, very much uh, this time around, it's about engaging with the local businesses. You've got some incredible success stories locally, uh, looking at various different uh, sectors uh, that are already trading with the UK or want to trade more with the UK. Uh, So it's making sure that the focus is firmly on business. Uh, But I've also had a a roundtable today as well on critical minerals, um, something that the UK has published a strategy on earlier this year. And we want to very much work. Uh, BC is a a huge growth uh, province in that sector too. And we want to make sure that we work to really understand what needs to be put in place to ensure that uh, we can increase our involvement in critical minerals developments in, in this province. 
What is the the message to businesses here when you engage with them? Is it, oh, we're looking to invest? Is it, we're looking to learn more? Is it, we're open for business? What do you say when you're engaging with leaders who are maybe interested in expanding their own relationship with the UK and partner institutions in the UK? Well, the overall message is that doing business uh, between our two countries is mutually beneficial. And that is the fundamental and underlying message across the board. Uh, but then depending on the sector, uh, then it depends on what particular support and what particular work we can do together and what collaborations might be uh, most beneficial. Uh, so whether it is uh, understanding more about how we can support uh, the federal government's uh, feminist trade policy, uh, the support for uh, indigenous uh, people's trade as well, um, and looking at particular sectors that we know are looking to expand in the UK, or indeed looking for investment from the UK or, or vice versa. So it's really uh, making sure that we make it clear the breadth of offer that is available in terms of working together with the UK government and working together with UK investment. Um, and it's really, it's an exciting opportunity to hear some of the fantastic business stories that you've got locally, particularly in Vancouver. Actually, maybe that'll be my next question. Do you have any examples of local businesses that have stood out to you or that would be a great case study or example of a company that is taking advantage of the opportunity that exists? Uh, well, uh, Global Relay, who we've met today, uh, have established an office in London, uh, and we've been talking about the incredible talent they've been able to uh, source in London uh, as, a, as, a, as a great centre of expertise for IT development, um, and that's really working well for them, and it's certainly working well for us, seeing uh, an office open with many hundreds of people being employed there. So that's one example of how uh, Vancouver Business is doing great business in the UK and, and knows that the support is there, whether it's around visas or whether it's around, you know, talking about future growth. It's the ability to be able to know that they've got people here on the ground in Vancouver who they can speak to uh, that can point them in the right direction for how that uh, growth might be realised. And as, as trade envoy, I'll be taking those messages back to the Prime Minister in the UK, uh, really to say the, uh, the appetite that's there for um, further development and further growth of business, particularly between BC and, and the UK. Now that we can travel, touch wood, that that remains the case for some time, especially for someone who's a trade envoy, how often do you think you will be traveling to Canada? Uh, well, if it was up to me, I'd be over here an awful lot. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, as I say, I've got family ties over here, and it's, uh, it's where my children call part of their home. So, um, I really enjoy coming to Canada. I enjoy seeing how business is doing here and how we can develop it further. Um, I'm hoping to be here at least a couple of times a year. Um, but ultimately, it's also about... Uh, the businesses that are already uh, in the UK and, and making sure that we, um, you know, those that, that have Canadian roots, uh, that I'm, I'm also in contact with them. And we want to make sure that the, uh, the, the trading that's there between our two countries is, is growing, it's dynamic, um, and, and really realising its potential. 
That is a perfect segue to my next question about potential and ensuring how countries can help each other meet certain goals. And you mentioned critical minerals earlier, and I think about how that's a necessary part of meeting carbon emissions targets or net zero targets. Tell me a bit about the UK's strategy around that and how maybe there's a partnership to be had or to be built or strengthened between Canada and the UK. Well, the trading strategy that we, uh, for, for critical minerals that we published earlier this year, really set out very clearly um, that we want to work in collaboration with countries like Canada on developing a longer-term strategy for even more um, development of critical minerals into the future. You know, if we're going to have a real solution to climate change, then actually uh, some of the mining industries that you have here locally in BC are going to be critical to that. And we have to make sure that there are clearer ways of getting those industries to uh, get their products to market uh, more efficiently and uh, in, in shorter time frames, if we can. And all of our countries around the world are now increasingly reliant on these sorts of minerals which you, you have in such plentiful supply here locally. Um, and they are mined in a very green way, uh, in a very ethical way. Uh, and I think what I've been listening to really closely today is the importance of making sure that we have a, a strong and in-depth understanding of the role of indigenous people in uh, this uh, space as well. And I think one of the things that I'll be taking back to the UK is how can we make sure that businesses who are looking to invest in Canada really understand that in the detail they need to. Mm, that's great to hear, especially on the heels of National Truth and Reconciliation Day that we had in Canada. So it's certainly very top of mind for us here. On that topic, ESG and thinking about trade and business through that lens, I mean, to what extent does that factor into your role or what the UK government's trying to do when it comes to trade? Uh, well, it's one of the reasons I was so excited to take the job originally. Um, a lot of the work that I do as a parliamentarian uh, in the UK is around making sure that we have strong in, in environmental, ethical, uh, feminist uh, policies in place that can support businesses uh, to do the best that they can in, in that. In fact, I'm holding a round table on, on ESG and I in uh, Vancouver before I leave, and I'm really excited to hear about the work that's already going on, but also how we might, as a, as a country, learn from, from, from BC, but from Canada more generally, about how we could get our policies uh, stronger too. Um, I, I think this is a two-way flow of information for me. I never believe the UK has got uh, the stranglehold on how to th do things right. And I think this is one of the things that Canada's really strong on. Um, and I really want to make sure that I, I get as much information about how we can be ensuring that those that are coming to Canada are really going to understand the importance of this area as they develop their businesses. So for business leaders that get to connect with you, it really sounds like a great opportunity for them to possibly communicate their needs, ideas, the opportunities they see to you that can then be taken back to decision makers in the UK. What are the kinds of things you'd like to hear from business leaders? What could they tell you that would be useful for you in your role? Well, what's the most useful thing are the barriers that people might be experiencing in doing trade with the UK. Uh, it, you know, we, we, we all feel that we're international players and that we have great international development, international trade policies, uh, but we can always be doing better. Um, you know, the UK has left the EU. We believe that gives us a, a great opportunity uh, to do even more trade with countries like Canada uh, and to make sure that we have removed any 
of the barriers that could be there that we can possibly remove, I think is, the, is one of the most important pieces of feedback I'll be looking for from businesses that I talk to. I, I have to say uh, that, uh, that, that I haven't yet identified enormous barriers that are there. I think it's more about really understanding the, uh, the culture and making sure that we've got a cultural fit in there, which is, I think, a really important part of uh, the work that I'll do. I like the cultural piece, too, because we were chatting again a bit earlier about maybe the perception that Brits might have of Canada in relation to the U.S. and our culture and how it's distinct. There might be perceptions people here have of what it's like in the U.K., even post-Brexit. Do you find yourself having to be a bit of a, a clarifier or interpreter to explain what maybe we take for granted that there are certain differences when it comes to, say, doing business in Canada versus the U.S.? Um, I, I do. I think so. I, I think maybe in the U.K. too often people uh, short hand uh, Canada into that amorphous mass called North America uh, and you know I, I personally know uh, the, the very clear cultural differences that are there uh, but looking from the other way as well I mean the impact of events like the the war in Ukraine on the UK economy on the UK energy market particularly whilst I know that people uh, particularly in BC, have said to me that, that they obviously are very aware of that. I think being able to talk about some of the visceral impacts of that, uh, particularly on our UK energy market and you know, potentially on inflation, um, is really important as well. So it's a two-way dialogue. Uh, but certainly I, uh, I, I'm very aware of the, the enormous cultural differences between the US and Canada, and um, I'm hoping I can persuade our Prime Minister to come and visit very soon. That would be great. Um, as we leave off, uh, please tell me what areas are you focused on for business leaders listening that might be interested in opportunities? Are there a few key sectors or industries that you're really paying close attention to? Uh, well, we've talked about critical minerals mm -hmm. already, and um, that is a sector which, as a country, as a nation, we're really invested in, uh, and our strategy demonstrates that. And so we're, we're uh, really looking for a way of trying to improve uh, our relations in that area. Uh, but for today, I've been talking about energy, I've been talking about IT, you know, we'll be talking about the defence uh, sectors. And Canada is such a powerhouse uh, and has so many strong sectors and so much uh, existing trade with the UK uh, that I, I know that the conversations I have will be many and varied. But underlying all of it is how can we make that business relationship work even better on both sides? Um, and that really is going to be my focus. Well, Dave Miller, thank you so much for coming in to BIV and for telling us a bit about your role and what you plan to do. Really appreciate it. Well, it's lovely to speak to you. Joining me today from across the pond here in studio in Vancouver, Dame Maria Miller, the UK Prime Minister's Trade Envoy for Canada. I'm Haley Wooden, Executive Editor of Business in Vancouver, and you've been listening to BIV Today. Thanks for joining us.